0: Andrea Redforce, one of my favorite scriptures, it talks about Jesus walking on the water. How many of you have ever walked on water? Yes, with VBS at one year, a number of you walked on water. Um, my theory is this, the Christian lifestyle is walking on water. It's a walk of faith. And that's what Jesus said when he started his church. Jesus turned to his disciples and he said, on this rock, I will build my church. And when he was talking to the disciples, he was saying, it's on your statement of faith. It's on your trusting in me that I am going to build my church. Whose church is it? Who's building it? What's our responsibility? Faith. We start on faith, and we end on faith. Jesus Christ is building his church. But then he goes on in in the scripture reading today, talks about uh, Jesus telling the disciples to get into this boat and go to the other side of the lake. Now, I see that little boat as being sort of an example of church. And, and, And we are gathered in this place like we're in this little boat. And God has given us a task to do. What's the task of this church? Be the hands and feet of Jesus. To serve, to, uh, to grow spiritually, uh, and, and, and to, to be used of God to reach a lost and lonely world. And that's what God has called us to as his people in this place, in this little boat that he's called us into. We start on faith, and we continue on faith. That's how God builds his church, is by faith. And it takes the faith of the people of God to trust him in order to be effective in doing what God has called us to do. Let me go through this story a little bit. Uh, Jesus had just fed 5,000 people. Can you imagine what the disciples must have experienced when he, you know, had these loaves of fishes and and uh, he said, "Now I want you to feed all these people with this." How would the church respond if God calls this church to build a gymnasium out here in the back? It's going to cost three million dollars. What would you What would you say? Have faith. If God wants to build a gymnasium back here, cost $3 million, God will build it. If God wants to feed 5,000 people with some loaves and fishes, God will do it if we faith it. And that's what he was trying to teach the disciples in that experience. He said, you feed them. And and when when we faith it, God uses that to build his church, to grow his church. So he was teaching the disciples about faith how the miracles were an example of faith that that, uh, Jesus was using so that the disciples would understand his power and his love and his grace and how God can work through them. That little band of disciples, that little group of people called Round Oak Baptist Church, and now what can you do? How effective are you? Can we accomplish the task God has given us? No, we can't, but God can. God can do it. God will accomplish his task through us if we faith it. And that's what Jesus was trying to say. So when he told the disciples to get into this little boat, uh, and, and what did Jesus do? He went up in the mountains to pray. So the disciples got into the boat, and they set out doing what Jesus told them to do. And they started rowing. Now, we talked last week about rowing a boat, and we talked about unity last week, and what happens if one person rows in the wrong direction? The boat goes in circles, but when we work together, we accomplish more. We have strength and more determination when we're all pulling on the oars in the same direction. And these disciples were. They were yearning at at those oars. They They were pulling as hard as they could, but the storm came up, and the wind was against them. And the waves and the wind and the rain was beating against them as they were rowing out into this lake. And, and after about, let me make sure I get my time right. Uh, they were straining at the oars because a storm had risen. The wind was against them. They rowed for nine hours and only gone three miles. They had worked very hard. But the, there were so many obstacles in the way. And they, they, they were trying the best they could using all the strength that they had. And remember, a number of these disciples were fishermen. They were used to the boats and the water and the wind and the rain. They were, they were, they were strong men who were able to, to pull on those oars, but they still weren't getting very far doing it in their own strength. Then what happens? Along comes Jesus walking on the water. What would we do if all of a sudden tongues of fire descended upon us in this place? What would we do if this building began to shake with the Holy Spirit? How would we respond if God did something supernatural in our midst right now? You know, I think I would say that, but probably most of us would be jumping out the windows and running out the doors, trying our best to get away from it because we'd be scared to death because we're not used to the supernatural. Never ever allow God to be smaller than he really is. God can do the supernatural. And and when he does the supernatural, don't be surprised, embrace it. But there was a, there was something when the disciples saw Jesus walking on the water, they were frightened as well. But what's the first thing Jesus told them? Yeah, don't be afraid, it's me. And over and over again, when God appears to his people, the first thing he says is don't be frightened, don't be afraid, trust me. Have faith in me, believe in me, for I love you and I'm here to take care of you and I'm here to empower you and I'm here to bless you and I'm here to give you abundant life. That's what God wants for us. So don't be afraid when God shows up, however he might show up. Do not be afraid for our God is with us. Being a Christian is a challenge in the world today. We are confronted with all kinds of obstacles, just like these disciples were in this boat with the storm. And there, there are all kinds of storms that we encounter in our personal lives. And as a church, as the a, as a people of God in the world today, it is not as popular being a Christian today as it used to be. Statistics indicate that less than 50% of the people in this country attend any kind of worship experience at all. I've also heard statistics that 80% of people in the church are not Christian too. So look around you. Eight out of ten of you, according to statistics, do not belong to Jesus Christ. Which one are you? Thank you, Ray. I appreciate your saying that. <laughs> Never be discouraged when we get into, when we're doing, when we're serving God and, and working for him. And, and, it, and it gets hard at times. It, at, at times you get tired of teaching Sunday school. At, at, at times when, you know, you, you prepare your lesson and nobody shows up. Boy, that's that, that, that's pretty tough time for you. And you, you wonder, why am I doing this? Why am I going through these motions? Why am I serving this God that I can't see? What's the point of it? Where is the fruit of it? Because the storms keep beating against us and things happen that we don't understand. And we're straining and we're working very hard in order to accomplish the task that God has given us. That to me is the picture I see of the church today. And often that's who we are. And we can get discouraged. We, we can become uh, disappointed because we don't see the results of what we want to have happen th- through through the church. And and then we turn to Peter. What did Peter do? He did. He walked over. Peter, and I love Peter because Peter acted and then he thought about it. You know, he, he was the one who, you know, cut off the, the ear of the servant in the, in the garden. He's the one who spoke up and always, he was the one that Jesus was referring to when he said, Peter's on this rock that I will build my church. And Peter sees Jesus walking on the water and he says, Lord, if that is you, bid me come to you. Now friends, let me tell you something, don't jump out the boat until Jesus calls you. Sometimes we jump out of the boat ahead of Jesus, and we try to do things that God didn't call us to do. And what happens when you jump out of a boat? Well, A, you used to get wet, but it rocks the boat. It'll it'll change the, the, the dynamics of the boat. I've known uh, people to turn boats over jumping out of a boat. And can you imagine what the rest of the disciples must have, have uh, thought about Peter as he jumps out of the boat and he's like, well there goes Peter again. But there he was. You see Peter took a step of faith and he stepped out on the water and he began to walk on water. I believe that's the Christian lifestyle. Peter was a fisherman. He was used to the boat. That was his comfort zone. Peter was willing to step out of that boat and trust Jesus. Are you willing to do that? Oh, but we've never done it that way before, preacher. We've never walked on water before except in Bible school. But Peter was willing to take that risk because he trusted Jesus. They were willing to sit in the chair because they trusted, I guess they trusted my voice that I wasn't going to make them fall down because they both sat down. A little shaky at times, but they sat in that chair and they didn't even know the chair was there. They didn't know where that chair was, but they sat at it because they had faith. And when Jesus calls us and says, you come on, you do this. He will provide for you what you need to accomplish the task that he gives you to do. He has never failed his people, but sometimes we have to step out in faith, trusting him, listening to his voice. responding to his call but it's faith and that's how jesus builds his church is through faith and he continues to build his church through faith but good old peter he gets to walking on the water and, and my sense is and if i if i had been him i probably would have stepped out you know my my first couple of steps would have been kind of cautious and then i would say hey this is so bad it's kind of fun and maybe get a little more confidence but then what did peter do took his eyes off jesus instead of looking at the source of his power he looked at the problems instead of listening to the voice of jesus he began to listen to the voices of that crowd inside the church yelling at him for doing what jesus wanted him to do and complaining that he jumped out the boat and was rocking the boat and he there he was walking on water Peter pay more attention to Jesus or to those people still in the boat? Yeah, I, I think Peter listened to just with that step of faith walking on water. He, he was trusting Jesus completely. He didn't let the others prevent him from experiencing uh, that step of faith. But he took his eyes off Jesus. And when he took his eyes off Jesus, began to focus on that storm, he began to think to himself, I'm not supposed to be out here. And he began to to experience the wind and the rain and the waves and and the, the issues that he was walking on top of. And those same things began to enfold him and he fell down into the waves. Now we don't know how far Jesus was away from Peter, it doesn't say, but we do know this. Peter called out to him and Jesus was at arm's length away and grabbed Peter by the hand and pulled him out of the water and restored him to fellowship again, got him back in the boat. And when we're going through circumstances in life, sometimes we get discouraged. Sometimes things happen in our lives, in our marriages, with our children, in our jobs, and we get discouraged because we keep looking at the problems. And we focus on the issues that concern us rather than on the source of the solution, the, the, the power that is ours in Jesus Christ. We have a God who loves us enough to die for us. And that same God is going to carry us through this life. And He's building His church on people who will trust Him You gotta faith it to be a part of what God is doing in the world. You gotta faith it because that's how Jesus builds His church, is through people of faith stepping out in faith in obedience to Him to serve Him and to do those things that God has called us to do. So Jesus and Peter get back into the boat, and um, and and, uh, Jesus restores Peter to fellowship again and sometimes we get out of fellowship with the church you know we, we we go out and we do our own thing and we get involved in stuff maybe we shouldn't do we, we allow the issues of this world to envelop us but God always restores us back into fellowship with the people of faith again to accomplish what God wants us to do we need each other and Jesus knew that but what happened to that little boat when when, uh, Jesus and Peter got back in the boat. Y'all remember? The wind stopped. uh, And the disciples looked at him and said, wow, look at this God. Even the wind and the waves obey him. They realized the power of God and the way that Jesus interacted with them. He stilled the storms around them and when we put Jesus in our little boats, the storms subside. When we allow Jesus to be a part of our journey, when we trust him, those storms will subside as power in the presence of the living God. And when we have Jesus at the center of what we do as the people of God there is nothing that God can't do you believe that we're going to take up an offering today and we want to raise a million dollars today y'all believe Jesus can do it you know who's got a million dollars Y'all heard that right, you know, I have the good news and bad news. The good news is that um, we've got this building. We want to raise a million dollars and we've got the money. The bad news is you're sitting on it. (laughs) So Jesus gets back into the boat and the disciples see what he does. And then they have this sense of awe those wow moments when God does something in our lives, when God does something with the people of God, that we, we become so um, impressed with his power and glory and majesty. When was the last time you had a wow moment with God? When was the last time you said, wow, God, or that we're, we're, we're touched by how awesome and powerful your God is? When was the last time this church stepped out in faith and said, we're gonna trust God with it. We believe this is what God wants us to do. And because of that, we're gonna trust him. Those moments build your faith. I to go back to my minutes. As they got into the boat, the, boats, the wind stopped and they reached their destination. God said, I want you to cross the the lake. Not only did the storm stop, but they accomplished the purpose that they set out to do as soon as they allowed Jesus to be in their midst. Allowing God to be in control, trusting him, having faith in him. Um, Even when we don't know where we're headed and what's going on, don't understand, trust him. He will empower you and get you through it. That's our God and he's called us together for a purpose and a reason and he wants us to trust him and have faith in him and in order for us to every step of faith we take in him builds our faith so that we're able to do more. The reward for faithful service in the kingdom of God, you know what that is? More service. You're rewarded with little steps and then he gives you bigger steps and bigger steps And the more faithful we are, the more God entrusts to us. Because if we're faithful in a few things, he'll put us over bigger things. So do you want that in your life? Do you want that in your church? Can we, as the people of God in this place, step out in faith and say, God, we don't know what tomorrow is going to bring, but we believe you're in it, and we believe you're calling us to it. Do you want that in your life? In this little story, we saw how faith grows in the storms of life. You go through those storms and you realize that God can bring you through them. In this story, we see how God reveals himself through the miracles in life. And and our faith grows when we see those powerful things that God does moment by moment. And in this little story, we see how our faith grows when we are obedient to Him in service and we accomplish those things that God gives us to do, even when we, in our own strength, we aren't able to do it. That when we are faithful, God accomplishes this task through us as His people. Do you have that kind of faith? Do you believe that God has a task for you? Are you willing to step out in faith and trust Him? We're going to sing a hymn. And while we're singing, um, it's a response that you have to the, the Word of God, that we might be faithful to Him. I don't know what God is saying, but I do know this. His Word does not go out that it doesn't accomplish what He sent it out to do. So if God is speaking to you in some way, maybe you need to step out and do something supernatural. There may be somebody here God's calling into full-time Christian service, or, or a task that God wants you to do that's been on your heart and a burden in your heart, and you want to share it with the rest of us. Maybe there's somebody here who has never received Christ as their Savior, who's never said yes to the to the God who died for you, and we give you that opportunity as the. Not just the doors of the church, but the arms of God are wide open. And he wants to embrace you and love you right where you are. And it takes a step of faith. It means stepping out of the little pews and walking to the front, just like Peter did out of the boat. And sometimes that's hard to do because everybody's watching you. But more importantly, know this, God is watching you. And God knows what's on your heart. Or maybe you've never been a part of a fellowship of faith. I I don't know what God's saying to you, but whatever it is, I invite you to step out and take a step of faith and trust God. Let's pray. Father, we thank you for who you are. And we thank you, Father, for your love and goodness and mercy. We thank you, Father, for the opportunities you give us to serve you Opportunities, Father, that brings your kingdom on earth as it is in heaven. Opportunities, Lord, to be a part of what you are doing in the world. Opportunities, Lord, to have an impact on people's lives and see those lives change. Lord, today we come before you, thanking you for being here. Thanking you for seeing into our hearts and minds right now. And asking, Father, that we might have the faith to be obedient to you in all things, for Christ's sake. Amen.